everyone and welcome back to no beer left behind your source for all that good good beer info and funny funny hot tops that's what we do here on no beer left behind i'm brian here in north texas i am drinking a uh what i thought was a long gone uh, limited release from dogfish head but i accidentally found one in my crisper drawer where the veggies go in most normal people's households but uh i keep craft beer in there uh, this is Dragons and Yum Yums. That's the Flaming Lips collaboration with Dogfish Head. It's a nice little IPA. It's 6.5%. Uh, it's got the nice additions of, I believe, Dragon Fruit, and, or pa- Passion Fruit Pear, and Black Carrot Juices. Yeah, so there's oh. Dragon Fruit and Yum Berries. So, you know, the normal fruit additions to a beer. <laughs> Flaming lips are so weird. Like, why? Why anyone would think that they would do any like normal collaboration with a brewery beyond me? But this beer is quite enjoyable. Well, <clears throat> at least uh, they didn't let those robots deceive them. So, well, you know, I, I make a, I make a homebrew called Yoshimi's Battle Juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite proud of that beer, and uh, I like that one too. Not many people get the name reference; they just think it's a, a normal IPA. Oh is. man, that is one of the greatest like psychedelic rock songs ever recorded. Like Yoshima battling the pink robots one and two. I mean, honestly, Come that on. entire the, that entire album that is, whole album is fantastic. I agree. Uh, there's there's some just bangers off of their uh-huh. early work, and what's really creepy, weird is that uh, they were producing that shit in Oklahoma City in the eighties. So, I don't know. That, to me, is weird. It's just odd. Odd. Anyway, if you ever have a chance, go check out the Flaming Lips house in Oklahoma City. It is Or just, you know, hit up their music on Spotify. Uh, Start with... uh, Go to their house. First... (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I would would say, if if you're into it, go to their house. Yep. Uh, if you're not into Yoshime battling robots part one and two, then you probably won't like any of their music. And in that case, well, you, you'll probably like Do You Realize? Well, everybody, everybody likes that, that song. song. I, I was yeah. going to say, off of that album, though, off of that, do you, the, the album with. Nope. Different. My, it, oh, sorry. You're right. The, <laughs> do you, I, I thought that was on one of their earlier albums. I thought it was in a priest driven no. ambulance. So I was talking well, myself in and out of saying words, and it so, doesn't make it good. So here's here's how you listen to the Robot album, okay? You start with Do You Realize, and then if you don't like it, just back out. Back, back out and out lose right our then. number. Lose our number, too. Exactly. Yep, yeah. It's, yeah. Unsubscribe, actually, okay? And then if you if, if you enjoy that one, then go to part one, then go to part two, because part two is all instrumentals, but it's cool. It's like a follow-up. It's the actual battle happening. Um, so, yeah, it's it's good. Hey, Flaming Lips are awesome. Um, they're very creative, man. Maybe put <laughs> out an album every, you know, like, <laughs> whatever they feel like they need some cash to 
so, have a barbecue at their house. <laughs> <laughs> they put out an entire album of Beatles covers. Did you hear that album, Frank? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's called With a Little Help from My Friends. Uh, they did uh, covers with Black Puss, you know, the Black Puss. The my one Mor- that you do it with. My Morning okay. Jacket, Moby, Miley Cyrus. They got together and did Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, which is a banger if you're into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's some you good literally, stuff. Literally have Spotify pulled up right now. Bangers. It's, I mean, it, All right. It is what it is. So, Frank, we've heard your voice down in Austin, actual. You were a few minutes late joining me on the precast to the to the cast. Uh, I know that you have a good reason, and do you want to share with the folks where you were? Uh, yeah, no, I'm happy to. Uh, it uh, it goes a well down here, Brian. I'm happy you asked. Um, God damn it, we we spent <clears throat> as in we as an I. Okay. Spent about an hour, 15 minutes shooting the shit at the Growler Express. Um, had a great time. Uh, had some fantastic beers. I had a Adelbert's Mango uh, Vit. Mm-hmm. That, honestly, okay, so Brian, you can attest to this. I actually had two Adelbert's. Adelbert's is getting into the fruit beer business. Yeah, they've for the last like three years, they've really started going hard. Uh, went yeah. from the Belgian classic styles to fruiting some of the lighter Belgian beers. And I'm okay with it because I'll be honest, we had a berry vice that we used to, it used to be a go-to in our household uh, when we were 20 from old Leinen Kugels <laughs> that would give you the worst hangover in the morning. Yes. Um, and it was, like, it was because it was too sweet. Yeah, I was going to say it was like Boone's Farm, but it was four and a half percent. It yeah. was. So what I would say is, is if you enjoyed Berry Vice um, back in those days and you're no longer into the sweetness of it, uh, this Adelbert's Mango and Raspberry Beer is um, mango, and I love raspberries. So uh, I, I thought they did a good job. Then I had the Magic Jack Pills from... Pine House. And these aren't pints. I had little tasters. I actually had a pint of the pills because I like that one. But um, tasted the um, what else did I have? The Tejas Negra, which was very good. That's from Big Bend. Uh, yes, yeah. that's right. Sorry, Brian. Did you what? What part did you not hear? It was just getting a little garbly around the old raspberry and mango beer. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So the, I'll repeat that. So. Uh, uh, for those who don't know, we record this over Hangouts, and the connections on I, Hangouts are not always perfect. It is perfect. super <laughs> high-tech, what we do here on No Real Left. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is how most people do it when they record remote podcasts. And I, you'll, I th- most people use Skype, and then they're like, mm, we're using Skype. I'm like, oh, e- you dropped something back there, asshole. <laughs> we're essentially making <laughs> phone calls the old school way. Like We could honestly <laughs> we could- do this podcast on our cell phone. We could we could do Skype actually. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like I Skype. I like Google <laughs> because with Skype, random people from Alabama aren't going to be looped into your URL, so <laughs> you never know what you're going to get over here at Google. So okay, so yeah, as with any hangout, you you get a little bit a little bit of garble. Um, so no, what I was saying is 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 the the mango and the raspberry vit from. Uh, Adelbert's is quite good. Uh, I think if you enjoyed any of their previous 
uh, fruit editions. You will enjoy these. And especially if you liked Lining Kugels in the past but found it too sweet. This is not sweet. So, so I think you'd like this one you had You had Adelbert's. You had Teos Negra from Big Bend. And what was the other one? I'm sorry. Uh, so I had some from Pine House. Yeah, the Magic Jack Pilsner. Okay. How is that? It is, man. So you know, you know. I mean, you know me and Pilsners, right? Oh yeah. I'm a Pilsner lager guy <laughs> all day, every day. Y'all go, y'all go way back. <laughs> we do, we do. If there's one thing we know because, about Frank, it's his love of pills. He loves them pills, popping pills, Frank. That's what he used to call him in college. That's right. That's right. But they meant Pilsner. Mm. Uh, of course, he's not addicted to drugs. Mainly because I didn't want to be a statistic, Brian. Yeah, you're straight edge when it comes to most things. That's right. It's good. That's right. I, I cut my Pilsner. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that one. Um, it It is just, it's the perfect balance of, because um, it's, it's a higher alcohol Pilsner. I believe it's like six and a half percent or so. Um, so yeah, you get the, you get the good balance of, of alcohol and cerealness to it. I'm, I was actually talking to, to the owner tonight of, of Growler Express. And I I just wish similar to what I said on previous casts, I wish we could get a strong ESB game here, uh, in America. Tank going to happen. Tank going to happen. Uh, so the closest you're going to get is homesick. Homesick ale. Yeah. yeah, and it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Homesick ale is a beautiful beer, and people need to start focusing on that because it's a summer beer. And people don't like it because it's dark, and they don't think it's summer, but it is summer. That is a summer fucking 100 degree outside type of slammer. So there's uh, a so good. Pegasus City here in Dallas does their I, – I, I think I railed on their porch ale. Uh, for a while, it's called High Point, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's just a standard English ale, and it, it's so freaking good. And not enough people. Everybody's like, Meh, it's, it just tastes like beer. You're welcome, is what the response should be. It's like, you're welcome. I made a beer yeah. that tastes like beer. You're welcome. Now drink it and enjoy it, stupid. It's a well-balanced, multi, but not too multi. Hoppy, yeah. but not hoppy. It's hoppy like, enough to offset the sweetness of the malt. So it's malty, yeah, so it's you, not a it's not a sugar bomb. But you get a caramel finish. Yeah. It's it, like the English pub ale is oh man, I know I go hard on this, but it is it is the best example of a in the beer world you call it crushable, mm-hmm. right? A crushable beer in my mind. It is I the just so well balanced. The bitter that I made uh, that you had almost blow up on your on you at the during the Manhattan Project cast, which was delicious. Yeah, that beer is fantastic. I'm sorry. I, 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 yes, I made it, but it's one of my favorite beers that I make because it's so dang drinkable. And that's so. what it, it comes down to. Like beer is about drinkability. So, um, as for tonight, yes. Uh, my goes a well statement should have really introduced my first beer. God damn it! Which is in fact a wine. Uh, <laughs> it's Cabernet what, Sauvignon. Is that what you're drinking out of that uh, Yeti cup? It's just a Yeti That's cup right. full of wine. 
No, it's not full of wine. Full of wine. You heard it here first, folks. He can't even turn it over a little. He's having to hold it on the countertop, and he's having to sip off the top. That's how full this Yeti is. Oh, and it's a big one, too. The 32-ouncer. Oh, it's... I can just make up anything I want because no one can see it. (laughs) The biggest Yeti they make. Um, Yeah, actually, he he took one of those soft side coolers, filled (laughs) it with wine. Filled it with wine. He's having bottles of wine tonight. Just dipping his hand in it and ladling it out into his mouth. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm doing the Cabernet Sauvignon from Lanskrin tonight. South African Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, higher in acidity because most of our wines down there are. Um, holds up super well to cooling down. So it's a perfect summer red wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how Cab Sauvs can be a little bit... Country? How would I put it? Tannin. Oh, uh-huh. I said country, and Americans can be a little rock and roll. Oh, my God. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I deserved it for the goes of the joke. You did. So. It goes <laughs> with the territory. You know what I mean? <laughs> it does. goes with the territory. Um, so, no, this this one is not quite as high in tannins on the finish. So you don't get the dried out mouthfeel, um, especially when it's cold. So, well, that's yeah, good. highly recommend it. That's delicious, then. It does kill me that you're drinking out of a stainless steel cup. Why would it? Why would oh, It's the best. I, I, it's just the best. So, Man, Frank, guess... you, while you were enjoying uh, traveling about your neighborhood, which I can assume was in with like a two-mile radius of your house that you're exploring. <laughs> Brian, Brian, traveling is generous. Okay, I probably could have walked. <laughs> it's a little probably toasty. Probably could have walked. It's in the 90s today. It's, it's drive, Them's driving temperatures right there. It's Texas, right. after all. Right. <laughs> Texas, the anti-walking state. <laughs> yeah, if, if if the sidewalk extended all the way to him, I might have considered it, but it doesn't. If I... <laughs> yeah, okay. This is this asshole land right between <laughs> them, land. sidewalk. Yeah, it's it's like a city park or some shit, and then like kids some with dude their... who... No, it's some dude that's still trying to farm in Buda, and you know, like, move but, on, man. Urban farming, it's a thing. It, it literally, I mean, literally, I, he does it for the ag exemption, and God damn it, I'd rather pay the taxes personally. Just milking it. Um, so yeah. I actually, it's funny you mention that because I was looking, and uh, you know, out by my house, they're doing, they've done all that construction, they've widened the roads, and done every, like, just they've tried to make our area of Texas livable. It's great, it really is wonderful. But I noticed that there is a sidewalk that runs all the way from my house. To the Growler Bar in Little Elm. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, bro. Think about getting a bike. <laughs> getting a bike and turning I mean, this thing, turning it up. <laughs> it could get I, real I, fun. That's absolutely what I would do. I because it is okay. I, real talk. It's about four and a half miles each way. So that is that is a bit of a walk. And I plan on doing this with beer in tow, so I don't want the beer to be hot by the time I get back. And, okay, no, but hold on. Like that's that's a really good way of earning your keep, right? Like yeah. you take a couple thirty-two ounce growlers with you. Yep. Bike it on up there. You bike it back. You've at least expended a quarter of those calories. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a legit round trip because you got to think four and a half there, four and a half back. It's nine miles. That's yeah. respectable. It's respectable. I mean, that's, that's probably five hundred calories or so. I, I, I was going to think closer deal. to seven thousand, but that's that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how calories work. 
going to be like, yeah, I was going to stop and eat the Indian restaurant right next door and then maybe grab a margarita and then grab some tacos. You know, get a carb load for the ride back. Get a, get a couple get a couple pints at the bar. At the bar while I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know it's going to take you a bit to fill those growlers. Yeah, about 30 seconds. Pints. Yeah, no, two pints then. <laughs> no, literally, it'll take me like 30, 45 seconds to fill this up. Better make it three because you got two growlers. So that's going to be a minute and a half. I'm just sitting here doing nothing. <laughs> no. Uh, so, so, yeah, while you were. While you were uh, oh, sorry, you're breaking up. So I was going to say, while you were exploring your neighborhood, I chose to explore the shithole, your words, not mine, the shithole of McKinney, Texas over the weekend. Yeah, and that was unfortunate. Yeah, it was. Someone had to but do it, did. I guess. You did. I mean, you did make it to an oasis, though. So I don't think like yeah. I don't really know that it counts as so like full exploration. So I went to Franconia Brewing and Tups Brewing, which on Frank's really honestly, Frank, you sold me on trying Tups again. I had tried them when they first launched, and their beer was eh, whatever. It's forgettable. Uh, but from your recommendation, I was like, I'll give it a shot. So I went to Franconia first because they are open from 11 to 1 on Saturdays. What? Yeah. I figured out why, though. So They've disappointed so many people. <laughs> no, 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 no. I figured out their business model. Their business model is come in, pay $5, and drink. That's it. You just drink until they close. And also, that 1 o'clock close time is relative. It's there's no guarantee that they're closing at one. So when you go Wait, in, they get closed before. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> Methinks oh. they close whenever they feel like closing it down. So uh. found out from talking to a few people there what the regulars do. The regulars show up at eleven o'clock, and some of them bring their favorite glass that they've purchased from Franconia before. I bought a glass for five bucks because it was a unique shape, and I don't have one like that. Yeah, it's Brandon Franconia, but I'll just fill it with some other shit and turn it around backwards. Anyway, I bought a $5 glass, and I was like, cool. So they go, they're just going to let me. I figured if you go to some places, it's like, oh, you pay $5, you get a glass, and uh, you get three drinks in that glass. Okay, cool. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, $5 for the glass, and then $5 for entry. And the <laughs> entry guaranteed you just drinking. You can just drink. As long so, as you are standing upright, literally no, like no limit. I saw no limit. I'm sure that they do have a quote unquote policy for cutting people off, but I, I mean, in the time that I was there, I had two and a half beers, and I had a, I had to tell them for a half pour because I realized after my second one in about an hour and fifteen minutes that I drove myself there and I needed to get out of there at some point. So I was like, well, we're gonna have to. Just pump the brakes a little bit and t- take the, take it easy. So after my second beer, I looked up and realized that I had seen the same people in line for about 40 minutes. And I was like, shit, God is damn. the line going that slow? No, 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 no. What they were doing is getting to the front of the line, getting a pour of beer, and just taking it to the back of the line and drinking it while they were waiting to get to the to the tap again. So there were people who were getting to the front of the line. They were like chatting with their friends in line and shit. They were getting to the front and they're like, oh shit. And they're just chugging their beer in front of the faucets. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, I'll take the well, blonde. They stood in line and they go, 
Holy shit, we're back. Okay, uh, this is awkward. Um, oh, who slammed okay, this I'll shit? The red ale? You don't have one. Okay, uh... Mm. <laughs> they turned into Farva from Super Troopers. I'll take yeah. six Schlitzes. We don't have... Fuck it, whatever's <laughs> free. <laughs> Just give me a liter of cola, then. <laughs> six Schlitzes. But fuck it, whatever's free. It's... <laughs> like... Uh, I I sent you the photos and the group the photos that I was taking there. I felt like I was in North Korea, like sit, smuggling photos of the other side out. So their brewery is tiny, and it's also disgusting. It's really gross. I have never seen that much rust inside of a building where a food product is made. <laughs> and I was like, well. Maybe this is just the barn that it's in, like the, you know, the outer shell. Maybe the inside is not, oh, no, inside is just as rusty. Like every, all the legs for all the fermenters are just oxidized metal, which if you follow Franconia Brewing and why they, how the, the issues they've had in the past, they had a fermenter valve blow off one time. They didn't vent it properly, so pressure built up and a valve blew off, blew through a wall, and like took out somebody on the tour on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> they got them real sued. <laughs> so I'm sitting there looking at them like, you think that with things that have happened in the past, that you wouldn't have oxidized metal supporting 15 barrels of liquid? I understand that oxidation is usually more of a surface imperfection, uh, but you're you, you just try better. I mean, just no, but don't also, let, okay, okay, don't let on, my on. mind go wandering. With with oxidation, you need a catalyst, and the catalyst is normally like super high humidity, or uh, it's I was going to say standing. Salt. I was going to say standing water and no form of outside or like inside temperature control. It was about um, 80, 85 degrees in there yeah, at 11 o'clock on a Saturday with all the doors and windows open in the place. And it was yeah. just like stagnant, hot-ass heat. And mind mm. you, did that slow, did that deter a single person from being like, give me another one of them blondes? <laughs> no, not a fucking way. No, because they, they, they have cornered the Dallas alcoholic market. They've cornered the that McKinney like, the McKinney alcoholic market, and I say uh, this. That's a, that's a deeper gold mine. Uh-huh. That is it a is because they are the Farvas of North Texas, apparently. So uh, talking to a few people there, because I went by myself, which if you've never been to a brew tour by yourself, it's kind of like going to the movies by yourself. There's a moment when you're like, this is really fucking embarrassing kind of, and then it just, you just get over it because alcohol's involved. That helps. But also like, if I'm not going to talk to anybody, this is going to be real shitty. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just started talking to a few people and like, just asking them asinine questions. Like, what do you, you know, have you ever been here before? What do you drink normally when you're at home? Yeah. What's the craftiest thing you're into right now? And I felt like I can ask it, that question. Brian, Who, the, Brian your, your typical no beer left behind interview. It was, it was very good. I had a microphone. It wasn't plugged into anything. I just kept holding up to people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> so asking them these questions and I, I, it was, it wasn't surprising to me to hear some of the responses, but like the craftiest answer that I got 
was Blue Moon. <laughs> like, uh, what do you drink on the regularly? Like, sometimes Miller Lite, Coors Light, Bud Light, and then I got one Blue Moon. I was like, wow, that's your regular drinker. He was like, yeah, I can drink like two, but it's pretty filling. I was like, cool, 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 cool. So you're standing, you're still standing in line for this beer, though, huh? I'm gonna be Neat. back there in the corner. <laughs> Neat. The cleanest part of the entire brewery. Frank guessed it uh, the other day when I sent it to uh, the the group. The cleanest part of that whole brewery was the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. It was the damnedest thing I ever saw, guys. Like I. Now all that all that said, their beer. There's nothing inherently wrong with their beer at the brewery. However. I have tasted their beer in the market, and that's where I've drawn my. That's where I built my conclusions of what to expect at that brewery, and basically all of those, all of those thoughts were confirmed when I saw the amount of rust, dirt, yep. standing water, heat. I was like, yeah, no, this makes sense why the beer tastes this way. And it and it it, man, those are the easiest things to fix. Mm-hmm. It's it's a matter of, I mean, you posted a picture, the picture showed a series of tasks that had to be completed <laughs> throughout the week. And it, you could, you could very clearly tell that the area that has been adjusted are the tasks, but no one's ever checked off a task. No, it's just um, like, we're doing this. Are we though? Are we? Actually yeah. Doing it's this? like an OSHA requirement or something. It's like, yeah, no, we do this every week. Uh, you just happen to catch us on a Tuesday. That's our resetting day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, dude, I, I'll be honest. I'm very happy you went to Tups, uh, Tups, because they they only recently made it down here into this market. Yeah, and there's select kind of couple places around town where you can get them. I really enjoy their beer. What did you think? What was your favorite beer from Tups? So they had a. I, I only by the time I got there. I, it was later in the day, and driving myself, I wanted to not get a goddamn DUI on the way home. <laughs> so uh, they had a full lineup that ranged from their black ale um, to a a rum barrel aged imperial stout that came in at like twelve and a half percent. So I stayed away from that mm-hmm. one, but I did go with their citra pale ale, which is a respectable like six and a half percent. Uh, which is also available in cans here in DFW. And then I went with their Double Dry Hop Series 2 IPA. So it's a hazy IPA. And that one was at like 7.2%, 7.5%. Now, Tups, the way they do theirs is basically $5 for a 16-ounce pour of everything. doesn't matter if it's a 4% beer or a 12.5% beer. It's 5 bucks. So, okay. I mean, that does not encourage slamming beers in a short amount of time it's it's five dollars per per yes so i mean honestly when you go out to a a bar you're paying about five bucks for the low abv versions of beers so the in the limited beer like the double dry hop uh, series two ipa is only going to be available at their tap room and maybe a dozen accounts throughout dfw so it was it was good to go taste those two now the citra uh, pale ale was maybe the best pale ale that I've tasted in the DFW market. It was super clean. It was super, I mean, uh, when I say simple, it's not a bad thing. It's super simple being that there's nothing wrong with it. It is, it is what it is. 
It's a it's a citra a, a showcase of citra hops is what it is. Um, I drank that while I watched the biker rally uh, hold their raffle that was at <laughs> Tubbs Brewery. On what, were they giving away teddy bears? They were raffling. Uh, they did one of those like you buy ten dollars worth of raffle tickets and they pull out your name. Like you you can pay you buy raffle tickets based on the prize. So okay. they were giving away like workouts. Uh, a, a month's worth of f- uh, free personal training and uh, some Harley Davidson swag. They gave away okay. like a thousand dollars gift card to a <laughs> restaurant or some bullshit. I was like, hold the fuck up! You all got a restaurant to donate a thousand dollars worth of food, Brian? Here's a thousand dollars to Twin Peaks. Yeah, like I okay, all right, I guess is that good? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, oh, thousand dollars. You got to order off the special menu where a hamburger is. Yeah, exactly. Like Eight hundred bucks. This is the thousand dollar menu. Oh, cool. So I guess I'll take a ham sandwich. I I came to a steakhouse and I'm getting a ham sandwich. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's ten twenty five. Yeah. What's going on here? I got a fucking you, pay. You're trying to be one thousand dollars and twenty five cents for a ham sandwich. Yeah. So they I did all this auction, and I honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. I was sitting there looking around, and I was like, kind of Nazi KKK memorabilia. Am I about to see get ra- auctioned off? <laughs> and then they were like. uh they were like, oh, we'd like to thank you guys for all your donations. Uh, I can't remember what the exact total was, but I want to say it was like it was over $5,000 that they raised. And I was like, for what, the Obama did it campaign or what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> and they were like, for the Special Olympics, Jackie and his family really appreciate it. I'm like, oh, fuck, cool. <laughs> they are really good people here at the Biker Rally. So I went in and tried to chip in some money for a raffle ticket late. They were like, just keep your money. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, right, cool, 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 and then, cool. And then Brian stood up and said, I'll get them all around. Get them another one. <laughs> Put it on my tab. Yeah, but I already closed out. Sorry. What was the name on the tab? Reopen. It's a rule. It's a rule. I can't reopen. Bartender yells back. Sorry. What was the last name on the tab? What's that? I I can't. His ear doesn't work. Can't hear you. (laughs) You Tapping your ears. You slowly back out away out of the place. Like you're fading out. You just walk out the door backwards. See you guys later. Enjoy your drink. Congrats on the Special Olympics, guys. Good work. No, so uh, they turned out to be decent people. It was fun. Uh, their double dry hop pale or double dry hopped IPA was fantastic. And uh, where it's located is in an old cotton mill. So McKinney has a like a park basically that's been dedicated to this old cotton mill. Giant old ass you know warehouse with lots of windows all over it, and then toward the back there's like smoke out. There's like a chimney where they obviously whatever happened in there shit happened in there and then <laughs> i don't know how cotton mills work i just know these are the buildings that are around it and then uh, off to the back there's a barn where the brewery is located and uh it's f- fucking dope it's eclectic as all shit it's extremely texas uh and honestly whoever made it made my brewery before i did and really bummed me out <laughs> <laughs> so uh thanks frank for uh giving the idea to to go out there and and check in on them they're doing some good shit out mckinney no i'm <clears throat> really happy you liked it man like i i have no no 
Frank, we lost you. I don't know if you're still talking to me, but I heard no, no, and then I got nothing. Did you unplug your goddamn microphone? He's panicking. He's panicking. I don't see a red light on your microphone, Frank. Oh, God. Oh, God. Did you dip it in wine? Ladies and gentlemen, he might have spilled 52 ounces of wine out of his Yeti cup onto his microphone. I didn't even know it was possible to do this. We are... We have lost all audio. (laughs) He said, can you pause it? Yeah, I guess we'll pause real quick. We'll come back. Thank you for listening to Nobody Left Behind. We'll be right back. And we're back. Ah! (laughs) Well, we've got Frank back, thankfully. We found him. We found his USB cord had dipped into the gallon of wine that he had poured for himself. So it shorted out briefly. So I Actually, what, I, what I, I do in my house is I keep a barrel, like one of those casks of wine, and I just I I, I take an IV drip, mm. keep myself downwind from it. What right? downwind or just gravity? Yeah, just gravity. But it's a funny Frank, way of explaining. Frank it, hooks right? his Frank hooks a cask up and then has hoses run throughout his house. Like it's, <laughs> he's running an auto shop and he's got air hoses yeah. everywhere. Those air hoses full of wine. So and I did. I noticed. I always, that, I always have a drip in my arm, so it's a connection type thing, right? It's a it's standing like, catheter. Uh, that's so right. Frank, I noticed that you were actually pouring wine out of your growler. You mean to tell I me was. that they are they doing f- draft wine at Growler Express? No, no, they are not. Okay. This is this, this is not wine out of a growler. Oh. Um, uh, the initial pour was wine out of a wine bottle. Oh. Now I'm having the uh, Sriracha. No, the Syracusa from oh. uh, Dogfish Head. Oh, Lord. It's a and... big, big night, huh? Jesus. <laughs> well, <laughs> from Cabernet last... to 10% stout. The last bit of Syracusa they had at the Growler Express. So I I had to get it. Okay. Um, couldn't didn't quite make it up to thirty two ounces. Nah. Uh, yeah, it was good. It's a, a fantastic beer, Brian. Yeah. I don't know. Have you had this? I have not. I have not had the privilege to uh, consume it. Have you found it anywhere? Mm-mm. Honestly, though, I have not been looking for for much uh, for many one off beers lately. Uh, Brian, it's... you should find this beer. It, 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 absolutely worth it. Yeah, like if if you can find the Syracuse from Dogfish Head, it just has such a unique, especially if you're a person that also enjoys like deeper Merlots or um, like the Syrah isn't quite they, they age it in Syrah barrels. Not quite a good representation of the beer that you're gonna end up drinking because Syrah is normally this like really soft red wine. Yeah, but I feel as though if you age beer. In oak casks, you get a stronger flavor from the oak um, <clears throat> than you would with a Syrah grape because it's normally a very fruity grape. Well, yeah, it it, so, it depends on how long you let it sit on and how what what other items have been aged on that oak. Yeah, for sure. So I uh, that, that kind of wraps up where I was at with the with my brew tour over the weekend. Okay, um, you've kind of started the the beer count with yours. I'll, do you mind if I give an update on uh, what I'm drinking right now? I, uh, I do, but I don't, so go ahead. <laughs> it's encouraging. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's For those of you who keep a track at home, if you ever want to start a podcast, 
Start with the improv model. The improv model is yes and. Okay. Frank and, and takes it, nah, but that's what he does. It's it's not yes and, it's nah, but go ahead. That's fine. You know, and preferably do it with friends. Uh, I, I don't do know what that's com- like, but complete go strength. ahead and try that model. <laughs> Dick. I feel like they'd be better. Yeah, they'd probably, probably be more approachable. I don't know. I can't maybe, speak from Maybe experience. you can relate to people more. It's just one of those things. You, you Actually, you might be able to cue off each other. I, I don't know what that's like, but it. I've heard that that's how radio shows succeed. Do you right? remember how we used to try to transition when we first started this thing? And it was... No, 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 no. Before that... When we would like try to transition in and out of stories that we'd submitted to our Google Doc, anyway. Oh God, yeah. We're we done should, with at that. one point. We should talk about like how far we've come and make it like the more I don't you th- know episode. No, because it'll be embarrassing. Because we'll look back and be like, nope, there we were. We were right there. We've we're not <laughs> like we're like half a step up from where we were. No, so <laughs> back to what I was drinking. We're not even up the ladder out no. the pool yet. I'm, my, one foot is still on the ground. <laughs> Yeah. This is not going well. No, so I have I am drinking a Russian Imperial Stout or an Imperial Russian Stout, depending on how you want to read this label, from Ridgeway Brewing. Now, from what I can deduce here, I had to go full investigator on the back label of this bottle because the front of it tells me nothing of anything other than the Master Brewer's signature, which means Dick. And that this is bottle number two 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 six of the twenty sixteen vintage, which obviously we all know bottle number twenty two twenty six peak is peak. Okay, Russian hold on, style. hold on, hold on, hold on. Couple couple things here. What I would deduce from this brewery is that they are all dyslexic. Uh huh. Um, that they probably do not understand the meaning of the word vintage. Mm. Well, I'd be careful. So. This uh, brewery, Ridgeway Imperial Russian Stout, is a wonderfully complex beer that famously keeps for many years and changes with age. But uh, vintage does not mean that. Vintage is literally speaking to the fact that it is wine from a certain year. Well, this is a stout from a certain year, which is... <laughs> <laughs> which is what uh, brewers, that's how brewers denote which uh, vintage okay. their brew is as well. So Okay, I mean, that's funny, but they are literally bastardizing a word. They're just using it for a different, a different fermented beverage. It's not completely bastardized. It's not such not a totally. reach. It's not, you're it's right. not such a reach that you're like, wow, how did they get to that conclusion? They didn't call but it... They didn't call it uh, Afterbirth 2016. You're like, oh, what the fuck, Afterbirth? I mean, to be honest, it'd be just as relatable because one is literally talking about vino, which is, you know, wine. So when you say vintage, mm, I see some, I see even more issues here. So this is brewed, <laughs> brewed and bottled in uh, the UK by Ridgeway Brewing mm. in Oxen, England. We all know Oxen being the. Yeah, so they're they're a bunch of colonizers. Most Why are you even drinking that? Well, because one, I had never seen it before. Two, mm-hmm. I like Russian Imperial Stouts, and three, right. it was only like six bucks. So I was like, I'll give it a shot for a single bottle, so, single twelve ounce bottle. And four, four, love the Queen. I don't. Uh, this 
however, explains the flavors that I'm getting out of it. So this is imported by the Shelton Brothers. The Shelton Brothers are the same ones who do Prairie beers, and they also do McKellar beers uh, from wherever the hell McKellar's from. Are you trying to capture more of the train sound? No, I'm not. I just put oh it to the side. God, so loud. <laughs> so the Shelton Brothers uh, import all those beers along with Omnipolo, a bunch of other stuff wow. that everyone knows and loves. However, one thing that all those European brewers who brew heavy, thick-ass, thick-ass dark beers, they all have this weird Elmer's glue flavor is the way I describe it. Because in the aftertaste, like when you, like, I just burped, and it tasted like white Elmer's oh, glue smells. TMI. TMI. Okay. I've never, well, e- I've never eaten same. glue, but I would assume that if I did, it would taste a lot like this. Yeah, he's never eaten gr- glue, but he's eaten a lot of horse hoofs. Right? So, yeah, tastes similar to horse hoof. It, it's weird. It's, it, it's so weird because I've had Fuller's Stout. Fuller's is being an English brewer. Straight up from Elmer's Glue. No. So, yeah, there's a little bit of rhyming there. Fuller's, their stout tastes nothing like this. Yet, I can point to like three other stouts from McKellar and Omnipolo that taste identical to this. So, it's Brian, weird. on a scale of one to St. Peter's Cream Stout or Cream Ale, where would you throw this stout? Well, a cream ale is a cream ale. And no, I understand that, but I mean, I think the St. Peter's Cream Ale is one of the best exported beers from Europe. No, like it actually makes it here fairly decently well. No, not really. The, All right. Yeah. The, okay. 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 <laughs> the uh, this is not a not a good example of uh, an imported beer, and it's not a very good example of. I mean, I guess it's a good example of Russian Imperial style. I mean, shit, the only ones that I have to go off of are like Old Rasputin, you know, the one that That's the style was written, you know, written about. But, you know, so whatever. Okay, you don't like St. Peter's, though. I don't, I've never had a, a... I have never had a bottle of English beer here in Texas outside of maybe uh, 10, 10 times. Uh, I've had a, a British beer that's been imported that was not beat up really bad. And those St. Peter's bottles don't hold up for shit. So the one that you had, you either had like a blasted palate that day or was in the most pristine condition of any beer that has ever been shipped to Texas. Because every time that I get one, it's light struck, it's oxidized. It's so like... But that's did did I have that one in the Northeast when no, I was traveling? You had or, it. At your I had house. it in Austin. Yeah, you had it in Austin early, early okay. on in the cast. Because the try to buy one again. I I've just never had a good example of them. It's really hard to find good examples of any English beers. That's why I tend to make some of my own that make it a little more palatable. And then when people local brewers like we were talking about earlier with uh, was it Austin. Also, no, Oasis. Oasis and uh, uh, Pegasus City, both make English beers. Just buy theirs. I get yep. just as much enjoyment out of it. Well, but we don't have a lot of cream ales going on, man, and cream ales are I've great. got a cream ale on tap right now in my house. It's purple. And I am very jealous of you at the moment. Uh, cream ales are probably, I mean, it's it's like lager, pilsner, cream ale, cream ale like interchange. I don't give a shit. 
All of them are great. Um, <laughs> I want you to Ryan listen back started... <laughs> to this point where your microphone messed up and you, it sounded like you just said hey, cream ale, Pilsner Lager, cream ale, cream ale. Don't give a shit. <laughs> That's all <laughs> You heard. Well, it was great. Anyway. How my mind worked right then. I mean, there's a cap sauve and some tastings from Growler Express it's... in there that I will completely blame this entire experience on. Well, so maybe next time you're in there, just holler at holler at the bo- holler at your boy on, at Growler Express and drag his ass back to your house so we can hop on the cast so we can blame I don't think him. That's absolutely a great idea, and I think uh, maybe also. Um, yeah, skip the tastings of the Adelberts. Uh-uh. Double down on Adelberts tastings. Yeah. Pop them bottles. <laughs> Pop them big bottles. Do you remember that one time, this is going to be like a, a little bit of a reminiscent cast, but remember that one time that we we were trying to record two episodes in one night and uh, act like we didn't record the second episode? It's so hard. It's so It difficult. is so hard. Uh, <laughs> so they, I think one of the last times we did that, and this might have been the reason that we didn't do it, after was I started out the first the first cast I had a Adelbert's barrel aged barley wine <laughs> oh yeah that'll do that and that was my second beer of the cast and I think I finished the first cast with four and I ended the second cast with like pouring two uh, elder uh, watermelon Dorados from Ballast Point into a single glass and then just slamming the whole thing Watermelon Dorados are 11% double IPAs. And it was a Sunday. <laughs> I remember yep. at the end of the at the end of the cast I just looked at my desk and there were like eight, 10 beers on my desk. And I was like, "Ah, oh, it's going to fucking suck, man." <laughs> like, I didn't even remember the second cast at all. I'm like, this is a problem. So yeah, those Adelberts, uh, them big bottles, start popping them open. Do some tastings of those, and then no. hop on a cast on a Tuesday. Really, let's get into it. There's no way. I mean, so this this week for me is a complete work from home week. So possibly could, but won't. <laughs> um, the uh, the one I got you though tonight from from uh, the Express is the five one two double pecan. Ooh. Double age pecan porter. Uh, yeah, fantastic. I'm going to keep the one that I have and I'll cellar it for a year. Yeah. Um, the one that I'm bringing you will have when, when I come up. Sounds but good. But it is, dude. <clears throat> so, whenever you, you like, you do a KBS or you do, what's the, um, the other Alltech? barrel stout the yeah so they're always like super ethanol-y right like can be yeah yeah you taste them and you're like okay that's alcohol and now i taste the flavor this one is not like that it is it's lower it's eight percent yeah um and and just finishes appropriately um it's it's a great beer i really enjoy it so, <clears throat> pecan porter from Five One Two, obviously it's a cast favorite for us. And when you double it up, it's got to be twice as good. Now there is, and it's, a, it's the, it, the normal pecan porter is the most consistent beer I've ever ordered, ever. True, like it, it is just like straight up every single time you order that beer, you know what you're getting. 
You're never disappointed. It's eight bucks, six bucks, five bucks. Doesn't matter who charges what. You know what you're about to consume. It's it's just very consistent. There is there you can you can rest easy when you order that, which is a good thing. Yeah. So there is another pecan beer out there that is also very delicious. I don't know. I can't remember if it gets down to Austin or not, but it is from Lazy Magnolia. That is a Mississippi brewery, one of the very few Mississippi breweries they get out of Mississippi. And it is, I know this sounds blasphemous, uh, but it may be the best nut beer in America. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I Drinkability-wise, I could kill a six-pack of Lazy Magnolia. Uh, what do they? What does that come in at? I want to say five percent, five point five percent. It is, it's just phenomenal. Uh, but I, it makes it to Dallas. So uh-huh. They have a Texas distributor. Yeah, I think I, I'm pretty familiar with them. So okay. they, uh, yeah, Southern Pecan Nut Brown Ale. Choo, 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 trying to find ABV, not showing up. It's asking me for my freaking date of birth because that makes sense. Uh, people, if you're gonna start a brewery, like when you build out a website. Just say if you're gonna have that barrier to entry of are you you have to ask if you're over twenty one, just ask, are you over twenty one? Yes or no? And then done. Don't have me put yep. in my freaking date of birth. It is dumb. It's dumb as hell. ABV is four point three. Oh, that's a perfect kind of it's order. beautiful. Well, it's a brown ale. Yeah. So brown well, okay. ale. brown ale. Uh, but it's so damn crushable. I had that at uh my daughter's second birthday last year. When mm. we had it over at the in-laws' house, but I had uh, I found a freshy, a fresh, fresh, fresh six-pack sitting on a shelf in the cold box, and uh, everybody who popped one of those open was blown away by how good it was, and they were pissed that they had never had it before. So I was like, "Well, you're all okay. welcome." So yeah, I, I need to if, find that if it's available near you, pick it up. If it's not, holler at me. I think I know a guy. So. <laughs> we might be able to hook you up. So anyway, uh, that's. I mean, we've been talking fifty minutes on beers. Do you have anything you want to get off get off your chest? Yeah, you man. Let's do some fun load? shit. So yeah, because so, we've been business up to this point. Just complete <laughs> business up to this point. Yeah. yeah, it's been no beer left behind, except literally no beer left behind. Um. So no, I I kind of found. This past weekend, just being, it's this hilarious kind of um, complicated narrative between we don't like the monarchy, but we like an oligarchy, right? Like, it's 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 just cognitive dissonance at its finest. So, the same people who are like, oh my god, Meghan Merkel and Harry, and this is so beautiful. Not the same people, but partially the same people. We're also like, yeah, let's do the whole Mueller investigation and start up the second like special whatever council to find out if they were biased in any way, shape, or form. And so I found that to be quite hilarious. But what I found to be the most hilarious is at this uh, royal wedding, which I know a lot of people watched. I, being South African, have a very um, Love for the monarchy. Go on. Very overt hatred for oh. those people. <laughs> huh, really caught me in a uh, field there. I didn't see that one coming. 
Yeah. So I watched zero minutes of the whole thing. Um, but the the part that I found the most funny about what, what was going on, right? So everybody said, oh, yeah, this was the monarchy, like, becoming the average human. And they're finally starting to understand what it takes to relate to people. At an after party, or like the after party for the monarchy, um, and the nuptials. Oh, did that racist ant show up with that the the, <laughs> the African brooch? No, love that lady. She's nothing but hilarity, hundred percent of the time. Okay, and, and let me let me let me put this out there. Uh, Megan's mom is one of the like bravest people to be out there like i t- absolutely respect what she did um that could not have been easy but the the after party for this whole shindig had something that was called bowl food and what? bowl food yeah <laughs> that doesn't sound like i don't like where this is headed no it sounds <laughs> very it sounds very colonialist and empireish what is it like? Uh, chips? Do they have like Lay's? <laughs> no, no. Oh. It was a chips, but it was essentially a deconstructed burrito or oh. uh, Korean, whatever. Like, what? Yeah, take pad thai, uh, do rice with some chicken. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know what to call it, but it was called bowl food, um, and it's only called bowl food because either they're trying to you know, start some sort of stupid trend, which would be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> or they're so above what the normal people have as an experience. More likely because yes. the history of the empire. Yes. Um, that they will say bowl food for stuff that, you know, is not served on a is, plate. Well, it's, it's bowl food. Yeah. And it's not definable in their minds. So, so it's, I it's don't know. funny it's, you mention that because I watch really shitty TV, and some of the really shitty TV that I watch is this show on Bravo called Below Deck. And no, okay. if you say it quickly, it does not become a porno. I tried. Below Deck. Yeah, Below Deck. Below Deck does not. It doesn't change no. magically. You can't say it three times while looking at the TV and watch some somebody. No, you, don't, you just have someone sitting in your face. It doesn't happen that way. Nope. <laughs> That's also not what happens. So there, the show is, basically follows around a yacht for hire okay so people rent out a yacht in these various places in the world and it's just these rich assholes floating around for three to seven days getting waited on hand and foot like with people yes first question that pops to mind is there a fucking show that bravo does not pay money for Uh, like this one, I, they don't actually pay for No Beer Left Behind yet, uh, but I think yeah. we can I'm, I'm work sure something we out. Right. <laughs> we can work we, something out. Yeah, it's just, and, and, and like have cameras following everybody. Mm-hmm. I'll start uh, some stupid ass drama. It'll be great. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. Anyway, I mean, this is the dumbest so, concept for sure. So, right here, let's go. No, it's quite great because these people they hire are just train wrecks on the water. It's fantastic. Okay. There was one all lady. Real, all real, too. 
Well, <laughs> to, to to some extent, it's real enough to to keep me going in this because they hired <laughs> they hired someone this season who's never been on a fucking boat before. Okay, so she spent the first two days just vomiting into a trash can. It's hilarious. So anyway, she's like, "I was a concierge at a hotel." <laughs> anyway, so it was about to sick. So they have all these rich asshole people on there, and they're like, they have a chef. A fucking chef on board who's cooking for them, using all these like fresh ingredients that he's buying from whatever stops they ha- they hit in the Mediterranean for this season. And this lady, this group of ladies, it's just you can tell none of these people have ever been told no in their entire lives. Okay, and the comment of this is in a bowl. I don't eat things in a bowl. My dog eats things in bowls. This is garbage. Oh, wow. Not even soup. It was, Frank, I would be lying if I told you it wasn't the best-looking pasta dish I had ever seen in my life. It was like, oh, mind you, they're in the Mediterranean, okay? So it's not like they're in Chicago floating around someplace. I mean, mean, okay, cut cut them slack. Maybe a chef from McDonald's. Yeah, no. It wasn't like this was like, <laughs> it wasn't like it was anything cheap or chintzy either. We were talking like, it was like a pesto with fresh, like fresh caught fish That's or some bullshit. I don't know. It, it, all the stuff that they make, I would just be, I, I looked at Mrs. Brian and I was like, I'd be the worst guest on this ship because they could bring me a bag of popcorn. I'd be like, oh my God, this is so good. I didn't have to, I didn't have to throw <laughs> is this. Is this Orville? Is this Orville? <laughs> I didn't have to put this in the microwave myself. This, You guys are the fucking best, man. They're like heating up my nachos for me and they're like, here you go, mister. And I'm like, oh my God, this is heaven. <laughs> I didn't. Is, are these Tostitos or are these on the border chips? Yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> like. Is that on the border queso? It must be. Meanwhile, I love that. These stuff. asshole ladies, like, I don't eat things out of bowls. <laughs> fuck you, lady. Get out of the boat. Just get the fuck off. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck it. And no, we don't have we don't have life rings for your kind. She told Not tonight. She Not told. Tonight. She told the the lady who was like the, 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 I don't know, head waiter or whatever. She was like, we need other food. This food is just not good. So she's like, you want me to get the chef to bring him out here? <laughs> she's like, yes. So the chef begrudgingly walks up to this fucking massacre that's happening on his deck. And the ladies are like, we want this, we want that. Frank, if you had a million guesses, you would not guess what these ladies settled on ordering fresh again from the chef. These assholes ordered spaghetti with red sauce. <laughs> because after they said, I don't eat carbs, I don't eat pasta, I don't eat things out of bowls, they were like, I just get us whatever you have. I just want pasta. Just maybe some spaghetti. I'm like, okay. Because you don't serve that in a bowl? Uh, exactly. So he's like making the pasta downstairs in the kitchen, and he's like plating it. Making a grilled uh, cheese, he made a grilled cheese sandwich, and he was like, oh, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> like you could tell, the look on his face was like, "I really want to grab this knife on the wall and just have an empty ship by the end of the night." You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> just clear them all out. <laughs> and it's not me. Yeah, it's them. <laughs> it's them. They asked for this. They wanted this. No, so if you wanted spaghetti with meat sauce, I need some meat. It's funny that you brought up bowl food and these aristocratic assholes 
We're like, you know, bulls. My dog does. Fuck you. Fuck your dog. Get well, the hell off. It is hilarious because I think that the whole bowl food thing. There is no such thing. It's just food, and there there's an object. So, I th- I thought it was hilarious because they served it to 600 guests. The 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 dish that came before bowl food was appropriately titled. So, they served 600 servings of bowl food and appetizers of <clears throat> like foie gras, right? And you're like, okay. Um, I believe that's foie gras, foie gras, yeah, and and sweet canepes, and like, it's like okay, so you have all these other things, and then you you say bowl food, um, that's very insulting and very like it's very British Empire esque so, of, of of you. I don't know shit about uh, about Queen and her shit, but is it true that? Uh, the group does not start eating until the queen does. And then when the queen is done eating, the room is done eating. I I, I would never know, but... Um, I thought you were a fucking colony. <laughs> you were colonized more recently than we were. <laughs> yeah, but the problem with that whole thing is it's all rumor. I've heard that same thing, okay. but I, I have no confirmation of it. Um, additionally, I know Queen Elizabeth is quite the lush, so she has. She listened to No Beer Left Behind. Yes, seven <laughs> drinks a day. That's good per, per day. Um, so yeah, I I I couldn't imagine by the time she gets done with dinner that she gives a shit. Um, so I, honestly, the, if all you did was just command people around and sit on your birthright. Wouldn't you get yeah, kind of fucked up every day? Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? All the from all the colonies. <laughs> what am I going to go do fucking squats? No. I'm going to get fucked up. Uh, give, me, give me gin from all the colonies and tonic specifically from the West Indies. Yeah. We don't have them anymore, ma'am. Yeah. Or whatever. Ah, uh, bring me the West Indies tonic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you, yeah, see, do you, you think- just see that some poor sucker over there, like, Madam asked for the tonic again. <laughs> Are we just going to get it from the tap and shake it up like we did last yeah. time? <laughs> yes, but just keep telling her, this is from Barbados. Um, so, I love the Topo Chico, which is quite yeah. delicious. Is this a new holiday? <laughs> nope. No, that's not. Okay, uh, Richard, where'd you get the Topo Chico from? Uh, Mexico City, madam. <laughs> I call it. Oh, that's a gorgeous place. I've never been to. Should we occupy? <laughs> We're done with that. We're out of that business. We're yeah. we, the oh. rest of the world said that that's not okay anymore. Okay, well, you tell Trump if he'd like his wall, we need to be there. All right, all right, ma'am, madam, whatever, queen, mother, we're going to put you to bed. We're going to put you down. Here, drink your your last gin. That's what we call it. We call it home gin. And when you drink the home gin, you go nighty-night for 8 to 12 hours. (laughs) This is the floating on top. (laughs) Ratchet. Uh, coffee, coffee in the morning. Can we get it from Jamaica? Listen, bitch. I don't give a fuck what you want. Just shut up and get off my back. 
Okay, I'll expect that from the blue mark <laughs> of Jamaica then, and I cannot wait. Okay, okay. Okay. Why does she sound? Why is she? Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god. Okay. Because she's a Malibu basic fucking queen. That's what she is. So this Fuck bit of this bit of radio. I mean, she's done some good shit. Don't get me. But she could have done worse shit. That's I feel like horrible. Your mic was cutting out, so I was trying to fill in, but it seems like she could have done way worse shit. She, she just could've. didn't. She so then that's why yeah. she gets the pass that she gets. She could have. And I, I, I give I, I, yeah, I give a lot of credit for the fact that they didn't do as much as they could have done. Right. Um, so honor, honor be to thee, but fuck you still. Uh, don't save the queen. Um, honor okay, honor so, to you still be, but fuck you, here's to me. That's the best house we've done. Cheers. That is, it is, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Brian, the only, to finish out the cast, um, if you don't have anything else, I've got one more thing. No, go ahead, go ahead. So, Publix in South Carolina. Ooh, I don't know how you feel about Publix, but I'm a fan. I am a huge fan of Publix. Okay, so Publix is the H-E-B for people who never got to experience it's, H-E-B. It's the H-E-B for people who are only familiar with, like, fucking Walgreens. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I mean, but but no, not really. Like it's it's way better than Walmart. It's oh, yeah. way better than most places I've been. Um if if you're in the northeast, stop and shop similar to Publix. It's it's a great grocery store. Mm-hmm. It's it's it really is. <clears throat> so unfortunately, the bakery department at an HEB in or sorry, at a Publix in South Carolina uh, had no interest in writing a graduation cake for someone that got summa cum laude. Um, oh, <clears throat> because oh, no. they said the cake had a profanity in it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Are you kidding me? They were like, oh, uh, manager, they want me to write cum laude <laughs> on a cake. This is some porn cake that they want us to make. <laughs> We're honoring Latin heritage and like, I mean, listen, I'm all for the, hey, you don't need a, a like a college education to succeed in life, but God damn it. You have access to the internet, right? Let's just throw it through there real quick. <laughs> I mean, really? Oh, really right now? Cum laude and... <laughs> Oh my god, do you think the person who got rejected was like, yes, thank you. Thank you for rejecting me. I have won the internet. Give me about three, two, one, and gold. All right. No no one said, hey, can you please write some fucking trucker up there? Or happy (laughs) birthday, Adolf. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Like, you're fucking kidding me. Uh, no has, one's. Yeah, no. This is an actual Latin word, and that's hilarious. You know what? So, I guarantee, if the Staples in Granbury, Texas, uh, were to have a cake decorating <laughs> department, I know a couple of employees who would have done just that. They'd have been like, "Well, for- I'm not gonna write cum loud on there." Okay. <laughs> so we're not asking you to we're asking you to write cum laude so why don't you move over and let me take care of this one well 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 you know what brian some of us do come loud okay all right i'm gonna go kill myself as soon as i get done making this cake so just move out of the way 
This will be my last printed cake. I've got to cut there. my ears off and drain them with battery acid. Yeah. I don't know how else I can handle this, but clearly sound is not going to be it. <laughs> At this point, I will suffocate myself Hi. in order to not have to experience your dumbass. I'm going to shove both of these cake decorating nozzles up my ass <laughs> and just pump her full. So that is hilarious and unfortunate for Publix that they now have this taint on their record of being cool. Yeah, it you know, it, it's owned by the employees. Unfortunately, it's also ran by the employees. That is a downside to that. I will say <laughs> there's always a downside. Listen, motherfucker, I own point zero 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 two percent of this grocery chain. And if I'm about to run cum on a on a on a on a, on a sheet cake <laughs> That is thirteen dollars right? worth of my morals. That you're asking listen, me to sacrifice. Listen, Brian, you have no Brian, you have no idea how much power I have in this place if you're gonna force me right come down there. That's just they, what I'm telling you. Are they like pulling their pants up as they're saying this? Like that, pulling up by the belt? Probably probably missing a couple of teeth. And probably probably sitting there with a couple of track marks, but they're not riding track on, the, on the fucking cake, Brian. The Bible doesn't ha- the Bible doesn't doesn't promote <laughs> intravenous drug use. Yeah, sir, sir, it's cum laude. I give a shit what, right now. I'm not riding cum on a cake. <laughs> I mean, what do you not understand about what I'm telling you right Sa- now? It's sacrilege. We ride happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, that's Grandma. Right. And congratulations. And we misspell. That's we right. spell congratulations. C O N G R A D U L A T L. Whatever the rest of it is, because they graduated. They didn't graduate. We learned it. That's right. And, and, and if they come back and tell us we spelled it wrong, we give them the pipette, and we tell them you spell it then, okay? <laughs> we, well, I'm not doing the same thing twice. I'm trying to save this corporation money because listen, I own it, okay? L- listen, what I do with my spare time is none of your business. So when I make my when I make every happy birthday cake, you see a nice little helmet impression when I put my penis on the corner. That's my signature. Now, I dip my penis in the icing. Yes, that's true. But that's how you know it came from me. Now, the last thing I'm going to do is write cum on a cake because that's disgusting. I'm not going to put my signature on that with cum. <laughs> cum on a cake. <laughs> I can't put my penis in the icing if there's cum written on the cake. You know what? I see now that how we've earned our explicit rating. I see it all, now. All I'm saying is, is that that is a special request, and it's the old lady that does it. Okay, so if it happens to it, so be so end up in some icing <laughs> or on the cake, it is just one of those things. Okay, and Frank, when it comes, Frank, it sounds like your southern accent stems from you having just burned your mouth on like a pop tart or something that's got a nice sticky fluid inside that's sticking to your mouth as you're it's talking. The way it works, Brian. It's a, it's a, it's a spoon. It's like molasses. And okay? also you've, you your tongue is stuck to the bottom or the top of your mouth. I'm not sure. It's an Augusta accent. It's, it's like not molasses. Augusta accent. Okay. <laughs> so fuck. the problem with this this whole public feud is we're sitting there going, okay, we're not going to ride cum on a cake, but is cum on a cake acceptable in real life? It's not. So why we put it down there? Right, Brian? <laughs> so I find it appalling that we even are having this discussion 
uh, I own 0.002% of this corporation. I'm not doing that. And that is an employee-owned entity down here in Augusta, Georgia. So, Brian, if you'd like to come on a cake, feel free. If you'd like to come on a cake, I think we might be misunderstanding the request now. <laughs> we fully misunderstood the request. Uh, well, that, we did, but in principle, it's the same thing, Brian. I'm just telling you. That bums me out. The Publix uh, went dumb <gasps> for a second. Wow, sorry. Excuse me. Where does this start? Where does it end? That's what that guy's asking. He's saying, like, where does it end? Right. You start with come on the cake. Next thing you know, they're getting married. And then you oh. fill in the blank as to who they are. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's yeah. Right. That's right. That's right. You you are getting the gist of this right now, bro. God didn't want the Puerto Ricans to get Jesus Christ, man. Like, yeah. what are yeah. you talking about? Anyway, so... That's fun. I had a good time. That's Brian? Good. Bums me out, Publix. What's up? So, before we wrap, um, we are now at 101 episodes. Oh, one or two, but yeah. 102 episodes, No Beer Left Behind. <laughs> um, I want to I do a quick hitter, and I want to ask... Of the 102 episodes, right? Yeah. Um, which one did you thoroughly enjoy the most? It, it doesn't have to be historic. Could be most recent. Um, uh, what was so one of your like most memorable nights of signing off? Easy one. So there's actually two. It was the two uh, anniversary casts that happened to fall right around my birthday when you and Jay were in town and we'd bring in Parker. And it was just a... Uh, I mean, one of them was like a super cast. It was like three hours long. And another yeah. one was a full every bit of two hours. But like <clears throat> the first one was fun just because I think it was the first time that uh, I had had you and Jay staying at my house. And we just yep. had a, a blast hanging out down here. Uh, we got Jay fucking shithoused, and that was fun. There, Yeah, there was a pass out on couch moment. Yes. Uh, there was one the last time that y'all came up too, but... The the last one is more pass out in the backyard moment, but the last one was fun because uh, we got to play the experiment where I poured beers for y'all to try and tell me what the differences were, and yep. you surprised the shit out of me that you knew so many of the beers like blindly. You had no idea what I had poured, but you identified, it and I was like, "Holy shit, Frank! Frank's nailing this," uh, <laughs> which was fun. I mean, it was legitimate fun it was also right I, around the time that i figured out the sound issues that we were having so that made it easier so it was nice uh i i, I thoroughly enjoyed that episode so that episode is was from back in february um yep. while you talk maybe you tell me what yours was uh, i can find uh that episode number and then uh, whichever yeah, one you're sure. referencing so so that was definitely one of my favorite ones um only because i I have a vivid like taste memory, mm-hmm. and even the one that I got wrong, I said it tastes like this, but I think it might be this, so I'm gonna go and I just like couldn't decide between like the couple. Um, but in all honesty, like my favorite cast was the wife cast. Yeah, and it was, was that one's very fun. Yeah, I had a great time, and then the an early throwback that was also my favorite that we need to repeat was the uh, changing shirts. 
Oh, sharing shirts. A good one. Yeah. <clears throat> such a good cast. <laughs> so I think, I think what we should do this week in honor of <clears throat> anniversaries and um, us, you know, having good times on Nobody Left Behind is we should, a lot of our episodes are private at the moment because we don't want to like bombard everybody with a shit ton of content when they sign up to subscribe. But maybe we like do a release of, of, of those old casts again so people can listen. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that would be fun. Yeah, some of the old old episodes are 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 fun yeah. just to listen back to. the The ones that we both brought up are actually available now. Uh, episode eighty six, last call. That is the wife cast. Uh, yeah. So that one is available about an hour and a half long, so you can plan your listen there. And uh, the one that I brought up is actually episode eighty nine. That is uh, technically 89 Last Call. So both of the episodes that we referenced were Last Calls. Uh, and then, well, Sharing Shirts is like episode oh, yeah. six. Yeah, it's early, early on. But episode 89 Last Call, Blast from the Past Anniversary cast. I clearly named that while we were drinking after the episode was yeah. over because that's a lot. Um, yeah. But that was He really about- does it. He, 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 he loves any reference to Back to the Future. I don't that's not true at all. <laughs> um, uh, some of the That's a blast from the past. It's not a I don't think that's a Back to the Future reference. There's, it might be. It might be. It might well, be. It I'm not going to correct you. So uh, the one thing, a point of clarity, and I've, I've answered this a couple times on the internets, is that uh, why, why do we have two episodes in one week sometimes? Or we have two episode numbers. Uh, one of them is last call. The second one will always be last call. So if we have, uh, for the instance, what we talked about, episode 89, the kids are in charge. That is uh, what we consider a normal cast, something similar to what you heard tonight, where there's beer talk. There's a little comedy thrown in. There's some current events, and then we're out. But the last calls, those are the second ones that we record of the week. Hopefully we record one this week when we can talk to Willem about uh, his trip to the Hop Jam. The last calls are uh, are, are, are a little more freeform. A little fun, little fun can take place. Not as structured if that is a thing that can be said about Nobody Left Behind. But, uh, yeah, no, we... Uh, we like to we like to keep it fun, we like to keep it interesting, but also uh, explain a little bit what uh, what we what we try to do here. I like the I like the reference of or the the call out of bringing back a few of our favorites. Maybe we can repost them and uh, kind of rename them as uh, you know Frank's pick of the week, whatever it is, and uh, do a sharing shirts episode. That was a good one. It was very much good. Now, the best part about the sharing shirts was the nonchalantless. It was like our seventh cast. Yeah. Right. So we, we had no idea what was going on at that point. And it was so, it's just it such a funny like episode. We were trying to figure out mic issues. It's good shit. That, that's still, you know what? Remember what I said about thinking back about where we've come from? We still have mic issues. Your shit stopped in the middle of this episode. We haven't come any, <laughs> any farther at all. We're just still sitting here yeah. looking back. I've I've oh, wow. I've obtained more equipment. That's about it, and I'm able to edit this thing a lot quicker. <laughs> <laughs> a lot quicker. I remember the first couple of weeks, Villem and I were taking turns editing this, 
because it would take like three hours to edit. Oh, it's a, it was a lot of work at the beginning. I like how no doubt. I've, I listen to a few other beer podcasts and people talk about like, oh, takes us about six to ten hours every week to cut this all together. I'm like, won't oh, y'all just shit. won't y'all just fucking talk better? You don't have to worry about this. You can just knock this shit out yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck's wrong yeah, with you? Dog, do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it live. Do it live. <laughs> Anyway, so that's uh, that's all for me this week on No Beer Left Behind. Um, I'm going to pull a page out of Frank's book and uh, say big shout out to the kid that started the California wildfire. Uh, homeboy just got hit with a judge's fine of something like $35 million. So congrats, I guess. Good fucking luck paying that off. Uh, for So for Brian here in North Texas, not starting forest fires. Till next time, I'm out. <laughs> uh, for Frank in Austin, big shout out to the parents that sh- sued their 30-year-old son in Syracuse, New York, who refused to leave their house. Um, somehow got a very large settlement out of it. Um, very awkward. Um yeah, even offered him money to find his own house, eleven hundred dollars a month. So yeah, that's uh, that's funny. Uh, parents need to see you to get out of your house. Uh, I'm out. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs>